Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hold My Flashlight, where I tell your tales of true crime, paranormal, and the unexplainable. Our first story was given to me by Reddit user Remote Control Raccoon, titled Country Roads Did Not Take Me Home. This story is about five years old now, give or take a few months. For a while, I thought maybe I had dreamed it or something, but my mom corroborated my story. I was 18 at the time, and it was my first Thanksgiving that I wasn't in school. My mom and I were taking our usual seven-hour trip up north to our family in New Jersey for the holiday. We used to live up there, and since moving down south, we made the trip up north about four or five times a year. Needless to say, we are abundantly familiar with the interstate. In fact, we're familiar with the entire route, to be honest. The way we always go is by taking Route 64 to 295 before getting on the interstate. The beautiful I-95. It sucks. It is always filled with traffic, so naturally the two of us leave at an ungodly hour in the morning. This doesn't bug either of us, really, because we both wake up early anyways. So this trip started off like any other. We were out of the door by 6.15, had our Chick-fil-A in hand by 6.30, and were filled up on gas and on the road by 7 or so. The first part of the trip was fine. We put on music, talked about random stuff, and gossiped as mothers and daughters do. By the time we got to the 295 exit, it was still fairly early, but both of us were wide awake. My mother took the exit, and we were set. The road looked as it always did, and nothing was out of the ordinary. After a few minutes of driving, though, something felt very wrong. Gone were the multiple lanes of the highway. We were now on what looked to be a country road. It cut through a cornfield and only had one lane of traffic in either direction. We were, as far as either of us could see, the only ones driving on that stretch of road. There was a little farmhouse on our right side, but that's about all. My mom and I were both really taken aback because we had just been on the highway. Neither of us had noticed any exits, nor had my mom gotten off at the wrong one. We had been on 295, and then suddenly we weren't. My mom tried to rationalize it at first, saying that she probably just wasn't paying attention because she had a bit of a headache forming, and had maybe gotten off at the wrong exit. At the time I agreed with her, but something felt very, very off, and suddenly the Chick-fil-A breakfast wasn't sitting so well anymore. There weren't any signs for directions, only a few speed limit signs as we kept going. When I looked at the dashboard clock, too, only a minute or so had gone by. By the looks of it, we were in the middle of nowhere, Virginia. Time to me didn't seem to match up either, but I just felt weird and dizzy at that point. My mom decided to keep driving forward. 
My mom decided to keep driving forward. I don't know why she didn't just K-turn so we could go back, but she's always been the one to prefer to get actual directions. We didn't have cell service either, so that may have been why. That's pretty normal for rural Virginia, though. I worked on a haunted farm during the Halloween season, so I'm pretty used to spotty reception. Cornstalks do not make good cell towers. Well, we kept on driving, and after maybe 15 minutes, we came to what I guess was this place's idea of a town. By this, I mean there was a service station and a church. We stopped the car, they filled us up, and my mom asked for directions. The guys were pretty nice, your typical laid-back southerners. They did tease my mom for her New York accent, though. When we explained that we'd gotten turned around coming off of 295, they looked really surprised. The younger of the two guys said that coming from the direction we had, we were driving towards 295, not away from it. That really threw us for a loop. They'd asked if we'd ever done this trip before, if we were new to Virginia, etc., and were very shocked when we said yes. We all got quiet after that, and my mom and I got back in our car and drove another 20 minutes to get back on the highway. Once we were back en route, that pit in my stomach went away. Neither of us really talked anymore about it, and we didn't mention it to our family once we got to Jersey. I've thought more about this experience a lot since it happened, though. I tried to rationalize it, but the more I think about it, the weirder it gets. Sure, plenty of people make driving mistakes when they're tired, but my mom and I had both had our coffee well before this had happened. What really trips me up is how we were driving towards 295 and not away from it, and how far away from the exit we were on that country road. That, and how little time had passed between being on the interstate and not. Like I said, I thought maybe I just dreamt it. I was on the phone with my mom yesterday, though, and she brought it up out of nowhere. I guess she was thinking about it because we were trying to decide what to do for Thanksgiving. She asked if I remembered that time we were teleported, which is a very funny way to start a conversation, but then she got serious and said that it had freaked her out. She recounted the events almost exactly how I did here, except she did say there was a sign along the country road pointing toward the service station. Regardless of what actually happened, it was a bizarre and jarring experience. At least it taught me to always appreciate friendly gas station employees. Our next story was given to me by Reddit user Par for the Course, titled Possible Contact with My Great Grandmother. I practice Wicca and specialize in divination. For those who don't know the pagan holiday Samhain, it is traditionally October 31st to November 2nd, though some people 
only celebrate October 31st to November 1st. As a closeted Wiccan, I spent the first bit of my night in a Halloween costume with a friend eating ungodly amounts of almond joys. But once all the lights were out, I could start my Samhain festivities. Though I was unable to do things such as a dumb supper, or silent supper, I decided to try communicating with an ancestor. I had communicated with the ghost family in my house, in the haunted doll at my dad's house, so I decided to try to speak with someone closer to me. I set up and cleansed the space and tried an automatic writing session as I found that usually works best for me. I could tell when she was there because there was just this warm feeling. A feeling my grandmother had described to me many times, and who also stated that she felt her grandmother's presence after her death even as a child. I got very emotional and have been on and off crying since. She had told me stories my grandmother had told me about her, but with details my grandmother never included. She called my grandmother, she called my grandmother quite the character, and told me that she was always there for me if I needed to talk. I was never able to meet her in life, but she was still so bright despite being a spirit. Just the detail of the stories I had heard before got a whole new meaning. I ended the session earlier than I wanted because I couldn't stop crying, though I'm probably going to try again before Samhain ends. Our next story was given to me by Kyle B., titled, It Vanished Out of Thin Air. Things have gotten very weird, especially after I graduated in 2012. Since then, it's gotten weirder and weirder, slowly but surely. I've began to question the very fabric of this thing we call reality. This year has been the one year that made my decision final. This is all either an illusion, dream, or a simulation. It's the little things. I drive tractor-trailers for a living. So besides seeing an insane amount of license plates that say 555-999 and all the other damn numbers, I've noticed this odd phenomena. I'll be driving, and since I look at all the cars driving past me, I'll notice vanity plates. So I'll make one name up, because I don't remember exactly what it said, Let's say on my left on 95 South, I see a plate that says, Got Boost. Okay, so that car drove by going about 80. My car stops and is governed for a max of 65. I watch this car fly up the highway and that's it. It's gone. As I continue to drive, I'll look to my left, just miles up the highway and I'll see the same scene again. Like it's a replay where the simulation ran out of cars. I'll see 
go boost, drive by in the same way it did previously. So at first I'm like, okay, I watched that car vanish up the highway. How did it pass me again? Sure, anyone can say maybe they stopped, but this section of 95 has no truck stops. And the distance I traveled wasn't enough for it to hop off the highway and hop back on. As the sun was coming up, I looked down at my speedometer for a second. In the top of my peripheral vision, I watched the car in the distance literally vanish out of thin air. As I see this, I go, what the fuck? And I look up and before my very eyes, the car reappears. I go, I fucking knew it. This is a hologram or a simulation. Then as I say that, three cars pass by on my right and all of their license plates say 444. So I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I look at my speedometer and my last four mileage numbers say 444. And then I'm really bugging. Like, what are the chances? Slim to none, one in a million. This reality can't be real. I think we create it as some sort of mental projection. Our last story was given to me by Reddit user MrV713, titled, I saw my father at home when I went to say hello. He couldn't be found. This night has always stuck with me very vividly. A couple years back when I lived with my parents, I came home for a few days to pick up my sister who lived in the apartment upstairs. A quick explanation of the driveway is it adds to some detail. My parents have a driveway that looks like a street extension. It's also an access road for public works to get to the playground behind the house. Confused people in the area think it's a road and park on it, angering my 60-year-old parents. By pulling into the driveway at nighttime, around 8.39 p.m., this would typically spark one of my parents to make sure that people weren't stealing parking spots. As I pulled in and turned around waiting, I see my father in a t-shirt and pajama pants walk past their large kitchen window, look out, and then continue on in the kitchen. From my perspective, it appeared he went down the basement stairs to do laundry or something. My bedroom was also in the basement, so maybe he was coming to say hi when I got home. My sister comes out and I'm like, hey... I'm gonna run in quick because it looks like dad was worried about who was out here. Also, I thought it odd for my dad to see me come home to the driveway just to turn around and leave. So I went in to say hi and let him know what the heck I was doing. I get into the house through the back door and start calling for him. No response. Looked all on the first floor. Nobody house is silent, down to the basement calling for him, and nothing. Now I'm worried he's dead on the floor somewhere, so I'm a little nervous looking around and calling out. The way the house is set up, there is access from the basement to all apartments. My aunt had lived on the second floor, my sister on the third. 
Nobody else was in the house. Maybe he went upstairs or something. So I'm calling for him and check all the floors. Nobody. At this point I'm perplexed and hoping he's not dead somewhere in the house. I go back out to the car and I'm visibly sort of shaken. I ask my sister if dad had come out here to the garage or to the car to say hello. He had not. This was before he'd carry his cell phone at all times, so I left sort of confused. My sister told me my mother was out at some church event or something equally awful. Maybe he went with her, and I'll call the house in a bit. Well, I call back later, and everyone is fine. He happened to have gone with my mother to the event, and that was that. What I do know is that he was wearing the outfit I saw, which I was able to describe to him, earlier in the day before he showered and went out to the event. This threw us both off because I was spot on. He's a spiritual, supernatural lover, so I thought it was cool. He also mentioned that he almost didn't go to the event. This experience of seeing him walk by the window and head downstairs was extremely vivid and unmistakably my dad in the house. He was definitely there. With being able to describe the clothes and him saying he almost didn't go, it made me think it was another timeline, or a glitch that played out, as if he didn't go to the event with my mom or something like that. I don't know, this was super weird and still makes my hair stand on end. That's all I have for y'all this evening. If you have a story of your own that you would like to submit to this podcast, you may do so by emailing it to me at holdmyflashlight at gmail.com or by posting in the subreddit, r slash holdmyflashlight. You can also follow me on YouTube at holdmyflashlight, and on Twitter at HMFstories. And for those of you who are interested in helping this podcast grow, you may follow the Hold My Flashlight Patreon. Alright everyone, good night.